I just already ruined it. I'm just put, like, putting things next to the phone, just like slamming it down, you know. Yeah. Obviously, yeah. at some point, I think everyone will get to hear me having a lovely big slurp of water. And then God knows then we'll get to hear the cat do a big shite in the little box. Yeah. So, you know. Well, at least they're getting a true representation of us. Not even the half of it. Not even the half of it. So, well, we just get started. We should get started, Jay. So, I think think we'll just start with, this podcast is going to be called, is it all things weird and wonderful or is it everything weird and wonderful? All things weird and wonderful. I'm going to ask that for the first few weeks, I think. I think, um, and I think it was me that came up with the name as well. So that's it was, yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, all things weird and wonderful, which means we're going to be talking about all things weird and wonderful. And there should be a song. I don't think either of us should sing that song. No, I don't either. I think we should just get somebody else to sing it. So no song. Sorry, folks. <laughs> no song. We're off to a wonderful start. We are. We are. We are off to a wonderful start. So anyway, I think I think we'll start with just yeah. This is a podcast of all things weird and wonderful, where we're going to talk about the weird and wonderful. It's going to. We don't really have a complete subject matter. We're just going to go for mm. things that just probably are discussed, they're discussed all the time in podcasts, but we don't listen because, well, these people aren't as interesting as us, Claire, is the way we feel. I agree. But it's just all different things. I think we're starting with the the whole kind of spiritual energy kind of, I want to say realm, but I don't really know if that's the right word to use. Am I back? Yes, hello. I don't know what happened there. You just completely disappeared. Uh, well, I'll tell you what happened, Claire. Shall I? Um, it turns out that when you're doing this on your phone, you can't open any other apps that come up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay, so moving on. Um, so yes, I so. I bought Claire a birthday present that was really more a present for myself. Mm-hmm. I bought mm-hmm. Claire a romantic night for the two of us at the Jamaica Inn, and it was a live paranormal investigation we were taking part in. And uh, well, the trip was brilliant, wasn't it? I mean, more so for me. It was brilliant. That was amazing. It was. Claire had to do about 50 hours of driving, but that wasn't my problem. Not my problem. 300, you're being kind by Mm -hmm. driving. (laughs) (laughs) So, for those who don't know, Jamaica Inn is actually a very, very famous inn. Uh, in it's not really in Cornwall, isn't it? It's down there. It's down there, it's but it's not Bod- actually. It's called Bodman. Bodman. Yeah, and it's Long Bodman Way. Um, uh, but it's down that way. Gorgeous, gorgeous piece of the country. Like just, mm-hmm. uh just stunning, stunning, wild and rugged and absolutely gorgeous. And um, Jamaica Inn is famous for I think quite a lot of things, but what it's most famous for. 
uh, in particular is the famous novel by Daphne du Maurier, which if you haven't read and you're an avid reader, you should read. It's it's fantastic. And it is also famous. Now, I would say this is the second reason it's famous, Claire, is that it is haunted, supposedly. Supposedly, yes. Supposedly, Claire. Supposedly. Um, I think we'll just start with um, the 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 whole. We'd, we'd like to do a little hotel review. Yes, because it was stunning. It was stunning, and also I fancy for five seconds being um, what was that woman's name when we were younger? And she used to go to places, and she was just never seemed impressed. And she wore a lot of chiffon. The Gloria Hunniford. Oh, I don't know who you're talking about. Well, I'm going to be hard for five seconds and just, you know, just enjoy just reviewing a place. I have no business reviewing because I don't go anywhere, Claire. Right, okay, right. Oh, can't wait to hear this. Go. Okay. So, and also, building's gorgeous. It's absolutely stunning. Stunning. It's, uh, the minute you drive up, you, I mean... <laughs> I don't know if it's just the setting as well, because you're obviously... And, and, and that, that is the moors, isn't it? The wild moors you're in the sort of middle mm-hmm. of. And it, it's just... It's like... England doesn't have a lot of rough, rugged land like Scotland does. We're really spoiled up we here. Are. Aye. England is... English countryside is absolutely stunning, but it's more polished and manicured almost. Aye, but not there. There was... There was it felt this, like home. It did a bit, didn't it? Aye. There was some of us that had this... Sort of, you could feel a sort of a foreboding almost. I don't know if you were convincing yourself of that, but there was this sort of, oh, this is this is the this is the place. Yeah, right. And remember when we drove up, I said that it looks, it looked really piratey. Like obviously the kind of stereotypical. That, sorry, listeners, it was decorated with pirates. <laughs> I know, but I didn't notice that when we went in, right? And obviously, I mean, the background I, of the end I is... cannot stress <laughs> enough that if you were to give the building a theme, <laughs> it's not ghosts. No. <laughs> I know, right, but it's... no, in my defence, I am going to cut you off, right? In my defence, mm. I went here... With no background on the Jamaican at all. Right? You had a little bit of background. I had nothing. I didn't well, see the sign with the background until after. <laughs> <laughs> and I remember your face when I said it's a pirating theme about it. You were just looking at me like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should start by saying that. <coughs> You and I are sober people. We do not drink. No, no. Are you, which are you makes sober? your comment. <laughs> I know, <laughs> even more ridiculous. I know that. <laughs> but anyone that goes without a background, I do believe that folks should go and do this, but I do believe that there's going to be a load of folk that are going to do it that will have a background in the place, that will have done their research, okay. that will have looked in there, and there'll be folk like me who are fucking just stupid. <laughs> I'm stupid. <laughs> No, I actually agree, Claire. I think there may be a small handful of you who are stupid enough to not notice the sign that is creaking in the constant wind that is in the middle of the moors. Well, they pirate have the audacity to turn round and go, it's very piratey here, isn't it? I think you're right, Claire. 
There is a handful of you. And I would choose the word stupids. <laughs> I think you're okay. But it is beautiful. It was stunning. Can I get past the first sentence of my nose? Crack <laughs> on. The hotel is themed with maritime smuggling. <laughs> <laughs> or pirates. <coughs> with an ode to De Maurier, the, the, the author. Yeah. Um, who I'm a big, big fan of. So when Claire is saying I had background on the place, <laughs> I should stress enough, I don't have any ancestry linked to the place. I wasn't in the library. I didn't mean that. I don't have a thesis on it. I didn't do anything. If I if I could tell you anything, I I read a book, a made up book. But we'll get to what Claire felt about the novel. We will. Yes. Later yes. on. Yes, we'll start with the review. Um, the 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 decorating's done without being tacky. Well, I th- I felt anyway. I mean, I, but I do like a bit of tackiness, as you know. No, but it's it's got a nice rustic feel to it. It actually has. Aye. It, it has. It's it's done in good taste. Um, the room. So, oh, we booked room four. We did. Now, when I booked, <laughs> I asked for the room that was the so-called most haunted slash scariest to be in. So they gave me this room. Okay. the shit out of me. With the staff saying, this is the room. So we were in room four. Um, it was stunning. Beautiful four-poster bed, mm. wasn't it? And it was just, oh, just this old really furniture. Was. Stunning. So nice modern bathroom. It was just beautiful. Really, really nice. A comfiest bed I've ever slept in. Oh. That, that made me angry about how much I spent in that fucking thing in there. Yeah, that's fair. Livid. That's fair. Um... Rooms stay in the theme as well of the full hotel, which was lovely. Definitely. It was very consistent. We were in the part, I think the hotel, from what we've gathered, it's split into two. There's accommodation that's perhaps more modern. We kind so, of got the gist of. Well, we were, we were where we stayed was the original building. Yes. And then I'm sure, see, when we went up the stairs and the, the over to the left, I'm sure that was kind of new stuff. And okay. they're currently just developing the stuff more over to the right. Remember, we thought someone stayed Which is there. The Maurier suite, isn't it? Aye, that's that is got the, the one big that, one. So we didn't get to see that, but it's meant to be. Oh, this one. But so I'm going to take the assumption it's a lot more modern than now. Maybe, maybe next time, maybe next time we'll do a night actually in there to see it. Maybe get more going. Maybe on. you never know. Maybe this will evolve into some sort of weird and wonderful hotel review podcast <laughs> I doubt it this <laughs> isn't going well a creepy addiction to the Jamaica <laughs> <laughs> food was lovely portions were huge and that's coming from me and I can eat you can eat I but can they eat were massive I, eat. I don't think I've ever seen a scone that size in my life <laughs> scone scone <laughs> we did have that discussion we, we did Okay, now, we're Scots, mm-hmm. and we say scone. Uh-huh. But you decided now that you were down there... I'm going to say scone, because apparently that's scone. the correct way to say it. You were blatantly lying to them when you were going, I, I always say scone. <laughs> and I'm looking at you going, you liar! Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, staff are nice, 
gift shop this lady was so nice she was the so staff nice. were just amazing uh-huh. no the gift lady was my favourite yeah I, I really liked her um, oh and, and the gift shop's amazing it really you stay, is. go, go to the gift shop. It's, it's so weird, but in a it's wonderful way. <laughs> no overpriced either. No, no, it wasn't. And it's it just had. Really reasonable. It's got obviously Demori books, every book she's wrote. Well, uh, they have to. Pirate themed stuff. Fancy that. Um, stuff, you know, related to sort of the, 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 the area we're in. So, like Cornwall, Devon, there's a few wee mix of things there. Mm-hmm. And it was, um, then there was just like weird and wonderful stuff. Aye, witches, Ouija boards. It was fabulous. A wee bit of everything, wasn't there? Fabulous. You got, you got a little crystal set. I did. A little I face did. she was made up. I was, you? I was. You, you got some good keepsakes as well. I did. What did I get again? You, I'm looking for, you got I the little, little ornament, ornament of the Jamaica and, and then you sat on and broke it. I sat on it and broke it and Claire... The utter disgracious wanted me to go in and lie. Ah, uh, no, so no, get no a lie. Get photo of her, Jamaica, no. and, and put a photo of her behind the checkout. No, just lie. Just letting you know if we do come no. in future visits, she's a liar and a thief. I would be thief. Why am I a thief? Because you wanted me to I get a free ornament when no. I had damaged no. that. Yes. Off. I think I told you go in and tell them it's broke. Well, <laughs> You're like fast. <laughs> she also got her mum a lovely little. I want to say it was a pirate ship in a bottle. It was. It was. I thought that. It was. And you got books. You got books, but you get the little one. A crystal? Did you not? I did. I got a little crystal. You did get a crystal. Lost that already. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, the room. It's great. <laughs> so as far as the review for the hotel goes great. I think I think you maybe get the gist that it's great it's great <laughs> it's beautiful it's stunning and it's well worth a visit oh yeah yeah absolutely yeah, yeah. well worth a visit um, so yeah we were in room four so we're going to talk about the arrival and what we did. I think we should. I think it's really important to what we're doing. You, you take the floor. Right. And just remember, it's Claire saying this. I am neither agreeing whether we did this or not. Oh, she's talking shy. She's agreeing. Right, anyway. So, room four, like Nikki says, absolutely gorgeous. We had a room with a view of the cobblestone outdoor bar area. Mm-hmm. Um. So... We decided that the best way to get the truest experience from the the paranormal side of our visit would be to scrutinise the room from top to bottom. So I've wrote down here. I've wrote down here a right good detail on what we kind of done when we went into the room, right? So... The first thing that we should know is room four is on a slope. So from yeah, the window that you look out on the cobblestone. I felt a lot stone, this, the upstairs was on a slope though. Even going probably the corridor, was. I, I mean, half it's probably sunk yeah. over the year. <laughs> so it was on a slope. So the likes of like, um, from the window down to the bathroom was like walking uphill, but not that steep. I mean, that's a bad <laughs> Right, anyway... 
So what we done was we searched the whole room. <laughs> was the first thing that we'd done for any sort of signs of foul play. And by that I mean, was there any holes? <laughs> I'm going to tell you what's going through my head. Was there any holes that a member of staff could stick a pole through and chap and make banging noises? <laughs> was there any sort of kind of sound devices or anything in the room? Well, in all serious though, <laughs> I think we should actually stress that I am a sceptic. Absolutely. So Claire is much more open to believing. Claire would actually, I would go as far as saying, I mean, what? what okay, you say what you think. That that's actually not fair. No, I'm a shy bag when it comes to the paranormal. No, but you believe. But I do. Point. I do believe that there's a life after death, and part of me is scared. Not scared, but there is a bit of apprehension. There was a bit of apprehension in me about. It being potentially really, really scary about the fact that this kind of... Well, these things that you can't see are going to touch you or move you or bang or look at you or kind of any of that. I think it's quite fair to say that that's the one thing that really does As I'm the outside, I do not believe. No. But yeah, I have this odd thing... I really want to, mm-hmm. I think, is maybe the better way of saying it. Like, I'm kind of jealous of people who truly believe in it. And I'll get to it later. I think it'll make more sense as we talk about this further. Yeah. Why I am the way there. I don't believe in it. I have no proof of this. There is nothing here. But, but, I went in telling Claire, because Claire was like, are you just going to ruin this and say, oh, that's not true and everything? Because it was all my idea to search the room. I know, because we both went in really open-minded, and Matt... Yeah. The thing we searched in the room was... was <laughs> it was absolutely ridiculous, listener. She made me look under the bed. No, so I've got it no. here, right? She, no, I don't care what you've typed out on Microsoft Word. I do not care. We looked for holes in the walls. She, she, Creaking she helped me lift the wardrobe because I'm a teeny tiny person. Okay? Banging opportunities. We took pictures behind the wardrobe because we wanted to make sure there wasn't a hole well, in the Well, I know because we're sounding insane. So in the room, there is an alcove. And in that alcove is this old, it's beautiful, um, uh, wardrobe. antique. Now, right it behind was very that, obvious that this wardrobe, ha- but to me, was a prop. Well, like, because it was out of place. It was weird. It was very out of place, right? Why would you put it there? And now, what's open. even stranger is that at the other side... Outside the room. Outside the room, the other side of the wall, is something called a staff... It's got on a sign that says, Staff Cupboard Keep Out. And I tried to get in there, and it was locked. And I thought, oh, you fuckers. But why? Because so obviously... We, we moved. The wardrobe, and the reason we also moved the wardrobe is because the wardrobe was on some weird metal, not metal, wooden plates. Aye, but that's probably just to prevent the carpet or something. I mean... So they cut out the carpet and put wood there for the wardrobe to stand on. Aye, maybe. (laughs) What? I don't know. I don't know why it was there. It was weird. You can understand my... No, it was weird. So we wanted pictures of behind it to make sure there was no holes in anything or any kind of potential banging opportunity. There there were no holes. I have to stress that. There there were none. There There was nothing in the room that was untoward. Nothing to say that potentially the wardrobe could be messed with. 
Mm-hmm. There were creaky floorboards. Yes, there was. There was creaky floorboards. The bathroom door was really creaky. The bathroom door was really creaky. And if you stood on the floorboard outside the bathroom a certain way, you could get the door to move open. Yes, that's right. Okay. Um, what else did we notice? There was also a draft coming in from the window, even though it was closed, and it was moving the net curtains at the window. Um, and the bed, because the bed, the four-poster bed actually had like a... Do you call it a net balance? Do I don't know what balance? you call it's them. It's up the top, it's like a top curtain. And it's got like... You get a balance at the bottom of a bed. Do you get it? See, I would just describe that as a princess bed with the curtains round about it. Don't huff at me. Everyone on that's listening right now will know exactly what I mean. Send a picture in if you know what I mean. <laughs> the guy who bring in pictures of Princess Cordelia's bed. Room Sims 4. It's going to be the Sims 4 bed that goes into your No, it's not. <laughs> anyway, that was moving out and that was coming from the draft in the window. Right? So right. that that needs to be said. Okay. If you move on the bed, it creaks. Yes. Because then what we done was we laid down kind of talking and in silence for about 45 minutes. We did not sit in silence for 45 minutes. I no, we never, no. Lies I, I've wrote that. talking and also periods of silence. All right, if you want. I think I managed to get her to shower for a bit of a minute, right? As I'm sure you can understand. We're about 16 minutes into this. <laughs> and she's not shut the fuck up. <laughs> we never got in the The meal. room was... The, I don't even know the meal yet. The room was peaceful. Neither of us, I think I, I can speak for both of us, we didn't have any sort of uneasy feelings. Nothing unusual kind of happened. Um, but what we did know was we could very clearly hear the voices of the people who were in the room behind us. Yes, I can remember who we were adjoining walls with. Five. So was it definitely five? Yes. Five. What's that? Mm-hmm. I thought it was three. <coughs> no, three was anyway, there. Five was there. Very aware of the... the <laughs> they can't see you, Claire. They don't want to see me, <laughs> let's face it, right? I think as far as the podcast for us going, Nicky, it's always going to just be the two of us talking because I think if anyone to the state of I you think, right now, it's the state there of there me. There's a small section of people that would love to see us and I think they're the same people who can't see the sign creaking above them. So, the meal. Can I just start off with, upon arrival, I was fucking livid. Why were you raging? Because we were we were like mixed guests. Yeah, that wasn't absolutely. Now, can I say it was supposed to be romantic between we, me and you? Uh, well, there was that, Claire. All right? right, but also we were sat with two ladies, mother and daughter. They were from they were from the area. They were from the. They were lovely. They, <laughs> they were really really lovely. I was going to say something and I stopped it so that the podcast wouldn't be fucking ruined and now it's fucked. I can't think of it. They were from Devon. Right. <laughs> is, that, <laughs> is that what you're trying to keep in? Is that <coughs> like you were going to lunge at me? Right. For the purpose of what's going on right so now. You did. You went, I... you went, look at me, look at me. You went, <laughs> snap your fucking fingers at me. Right. Let's start again. The meal. The, <laughs> the, the, the mother and daughter. They were lovely. 
lovely, lovely ladies, and I genuinely mean that. Really pleasant dinner, dinner guests. I, I can't stress that enough. I no, they were. They were lovely. Enough. Got to be very surprised if people are still continuing to listen right now in the podcast, okay? I'm having a ball. So. I'm, I'm, I really hope everyone else is. <laughs> Irrelevant. Um, <laughs> no, so we got talking to them, didn't we? We found out they were, where they were from. Um, and... Firm believers. Wow. Firm, staunch believers. Well, they... Um, <laughs> claimed they had experienced paranormal events. Yes. Um, d- d- <coughs> like, really. Like, so I'm trying to be polite because I feel like I need to be polite. When I talk to firm, avid believers of, of ghosts or, you know, anything like that, and I don't believe in it or I'm skeptic or whatever you want to call me. I always feel like I need to be like overly polite. Like it's almost like I'm apologetic that I don't believe the way they do. I feel that, listen, I get that sometimes with people of faith as well. Like I feel like I need to sort of be, you know, do you know what I mean? No, is it just, I am not. It's like I'm almost apologetic that I don't believe what you believe. I I know what you're saying, like but I, I don't. Like I feel bad. Like I feel like I should just, like part of my brain just goes, just lie, it'll make them feel well, never better. never with me, you don't. No, not with you. I don't care what you think. <laughs> <laughs> there, ladies and gentlemen, it's true fucking love. <laughs> no, I but I do, I do know what you mean, and I think many people will know what you mean. I do. Yeah, I just, I just, um, uh... Whereas I'm kind of a bit indifferent that way, I'm kind of just a bit oh, like... Oh, I get really squirmy about it. I don't believe that experiences that they explained to us were really classed as experiences. And that's a shame because it feels as if I'm kind of trumping it. But I feel like if you're going to say that you've had a paranormal experience, it has to be... I don't know whether this is my belief since coming out of this or before or whatever. I believe it has to be something... I don't know, substantial... Not noises in the hallway. I get what you're saying. Do you know what I mean? I think this is the problem I always have with this, is that this kind of belief system does fall under the category of religion as well. You need to have experienced something individually in order to believe it. So it's really a personal journey almost. It's a personal experience. It's not like we, we don't have fact. It's not like you can go, oh, and five of us saw the ghost and then he scratched me. But and we'll then, get to that. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? No, I know. So it, it is a personal thing. It is, it's definitely... Getting into the paranormal is definitely personal. Aye, and I think that's the thing. No, I don't believe that their things are necessarily supernatural, but they do. So, therefore, that's okay. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? No, I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does make sense. It does. So, we got to know them a little bit. They were lovely. They were. They, they, were, they, they were really, really nice. Really and in nice. this time, the lead investigator was going round the tables, wasn't she? Well, can we start first? Before we get on to the investigators, uh-huh. can we talk about the people that were a part of our group? Not the lovely ladies that we were dining with. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. 
of individuals that made up our event, who I mean paid also to be at the event. Uh-huh. Okay. So we actually had a group of paranormal investigators. We did. Group. Yep. Um, they seem to be from a mixture of different... Well, one was definitely American. Yes. Yeah. And the other ones have, have been down this way before. Or right. have been down there. I think they've done the jail. Is so, it Bodmin Jail or something? Yes. They've they done that. that. So, and they were lovely, but they were left to do their own thing. They were very lucky. They had a great night. They got to do their own thing. But yeah. anyway, there was them. There was also... I mean, it was an eclectic bunch, Claire. Because I don't know if you remember the woman who scared... She was the scariest bit of the night for me when I turned around. And there is Professor Trelawney from Harry Potter herself. I've never seen them at the meal. I've never seen this woman at the meal, but at one point through the night, she just popped her head up beside Nicky. (laughs) And I was like, where did she come from? I didn't see them at the meal. Were they behind me? She was directly behind me. Right, so I don't look behind me. (laughs) (laughs) An eclectic bunch. We were the only Scots. Yes, and I have a feeling that quite a lot of this going forward, when we go to places, we might be the only Scots. Not when we're in Scotland. Not when we're in Scotland, right? But I think we'll be the only us there. Yes, and we were definitely us. There was also something weird throughout the meal as well that I feel like I have to bring up, and I'm all for, like, I've got two dogs, you've got a dog, right? and I'm all for and I'm all for like hotels that that kind of include dogs and things like that right and you wouldn't be staying there if you were allergic (laughs) right I feel like I'm saying right a lot okay but I just found it really really weird right one of the couples that were dining they went can I just interrupt you first the reason I'm laughing (laughs) is she has so we went about three four weeks ago she has brought this up at least once a week because it's, Since we came back. Because it's a lot for me, right? <laughs> so, they brought their dog in, which I'm assuming is their dog and not just a dog that they borrowed from outside or anything. They brought their dog in. What a well-behaved dog, by the way. Can I say? Can't tell you. I can't. By the way, she kept saying it all through the meal, really loudly. What a well-behaved dog. <laughs> because it was. Because my dogs would have licked your plate clean, right? Whether they got permission or not. So the dog came in and kind of rolled about and it was quite kind of weird. It was like, I think they brought the dog in for a bit of attention, which is fine. <laughs> but then... They brought their dog in a ghost hunt. <laughs> they did. They brought their dog in a ghost hunt. No but one's then, blind in this story, by the way. But then from 8pm till about 2am, <laughs> the dog... Wasn't there? The dog was nowhere to be seen and they didn't go and check on the dog and... I just have a... Yes, but were they not also sleeping in one of the haunted rooms? And we were all in the haunted room. And there was no dog. So where was the dog? I don't know. I just feel as if this poor dog was left out in a car. And well, now we I'm don't like, know that. But and now I'm, I'm like, oh I'm my sure. God, that's pure... Cr-. Listen, they probably had other family yeah, members there that had really the dog that weren't saying. sleeping in that room. I, we could be wrong and they were But I just same. feel like it needs to be mentioned yeah. that I love the fucking dog, right? Yeah. The dog... Mm-hmm. It meant a lot to me. <laughs> And if you're listening to this podcast, let me know the dog's all right. The, do- the dog is fine. The right. dog is fine. Meal was lovely. I mean, it really was. Delicious. It went on. It went on. Fucking ages. It went me. on for ages and ages and ages. And the investigators were there and, and they just... Can oh. I just say as well, 
the lassie that was serving, right? I have no memory of her. Do you not? <laughs> right, so there was this young girl that was serving the meals, right? And you can clearly tell that you've got kind of the boss and the servers and they're all in each other's ears with their headsets. And this lassie, God love her, if you're listening to this, right? It, it was just, I felt for her. Every time she gets sent out with a meal, she gets sent to the round table, right? And what was weird about it was, oh yeah. Do you remember the stick? Was it the sticky toffee pudding? Have whatever. It back. She wasn't like we told her. So she was walking about with this kind of pudding, and it was for our table. But she'd get sent to a different table, and when she got round the other side of the surface, we're like, oh, that's for here. And she's like, oh, I'll bring it back out. I have to take it back to the kitchen. And if you remember right, she took it back to the kitchen, and, and then they brought it out back out because they brought out like five or six other desserts for the other tables. And it wasn't until the very last where they went back in and got that dessert and brought it back yeah. in. It was that process was a bit weird. I just thought it was unnecessarily long. I just thought like it was it felt it was. like it was trying to kill time. And, no, it was. and there was also the theory of if these is this do they get like a free meal out of it? The the runners of the event? Well of course they do. They get the it just as well. fell too long. Let's get on to the investigators. So the first time they came to our table, I was furious. They they sat down. Well, I'm saying they. The lead investigator sat down at our table, and it was. Well, she was kind of just asking all the tables. Karen. Her name was Karen. Have you been there before? Like, have you paranormal experiences before or anything like that? And there was one. I think it's quite important. I have to say there was one thing that she said. I think she was telling us her background. And Can how I... she's into science. Okay. Right, I'll let you do this bit and then I'm go- I'm gonna add my tuppence into this. this That's bit. fine, right? So she she was basically letting us know she's been doing this for years and she got in it because she had an experience when she was younger at the Jamaican. Um but we'll come to that a wee bit later on. Um but she was also kind of saying that she likes to kind of look at the signs behind all the occurrences. Um and it's that part's really important. I think everybody needs to be aware that she likes to look at the science behind it. She likes to try and kind of find a reasonable explanation for anything that's kind of going on. And she on. claims that she always dismisses a lot of the experiences that happen at the place because she's really into the scientific data. Again, that part's really important. I feel like you need to listen yeah. to that. So when she sat down, but she can, was kind of asking... Can I also say that? You're making it out as if she was coming around and being really friendly and chatting. Well, I'm getting to that. Right. But, okay, good, right? good, Because I good. feel as if there's a bit... So she said something and... I didn't hear her. So I asked her to repeat herself. And she repeated herself, but I feel as if <laughs> that was the demise of the Scots. Because she then asked for the what room number we were, and we says we were staying in room four, and it was like, well, I need your key. And then I think Nikki picked up on it more than what I I'm did to start with. I'm hypersensitive to it. I am um, hypersensitive to it. And just, just in case you're not understanding what I'm implying here, there is, there is an existence of you cross that border into Carlisle and there are English people, the minute they hear your accent, they instantly don't like you. It happened to us in several service stops as well. No, and that's... Listen... Each uh, to their own, but not when you're... Well, you're saying that, no. but no, because all I want <coughs> is 
for example, was a packet of discos and you'd be at one stop service and you would, I mean, like, the just the, it's the minute they hear your accent. Yes. I am, I'm hypersensitive to it. And I, I did not like Karen at first. She evidently did not like me. She evidently did not. We got ignored. Uh, they came round to get the disclaimers office and they completely ignored me and Nikki. They took mm-hmm. the couple that were sitting next to us, they took theirs off them and Can just I say ignored as well, ours. The ladies we shared the table with, they noticed they that. They did. They picked up on it as well. They went, why are they not looking at you when they're speaking to you? So, of course, at that, well, me and Nikki then became obnoxious. I wouldn't say we were becoming obnoxious. I threatened to be obnoxious if she wanted to keep it fucking going. Yeah, but no, I think. Um, well, she came out of that quite quickly. Well, we'll get to that. We will get to that. It's so, yeah. 9.30. Jesus, we're only 9.30. It started yeah. at fucking 7. And we finally, they finally start, they, the, the meal is over. Mm-hmm. And they finally start talking to us about the history of the place. Except they don't really. We're given no facts. No, it's more the history of Karen and what she likes <laughs> and how, and how... That it was the first motorway. Well, the only thing that I remember from what their kind of history start of the evening is, is that is the first motorway. We sit, the, the Jimmy Cairn sits in the first motorway that was kind of ever built down there. I mean, I could pick it up. I could have made it up in my head. It's me. It's not on a motorway. It was something to do with a motorway. She says it was like the first, or was it the first main road? Aye. Main road? <laughs> was the <laughs> motorway? <laughs> Pirates in the motorway. <laughs> Fuck your shit. <laughs> um, I will say this, and I'm gonna say this. Mm-hmm. I noticed then at the time there was a lot of loading information and suggestions. All right, okay. Um, Me and my the team early on. Early on. So what did you pick up on early on? Um, there was things like, um. Telling, so if you're doing something, if we're doing a genuine experiment, right? Surely the experiment is to test if the phenomena is there. Therefore, is it sensible to tell the people who are joining you on this what to expect? Because that's suggestive. That's fair. Okay, fair. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Karen contradicts herself, but I think you covered that. I think we'll cover that further on down because I did say it was very important for the listeners to remember, and I will say it again, and I'll probably say it more than oh. once, always remember the science. She can't, the Can reason... I get to that, actually? Because there's one thing she said. There is one thing she said Okay. when she was talking about that. She said along the lines of um, uh, they were going to do a, a human pendulum for example, she was talking about, and, and we do get to the human pendulum a lot. We do get to the human pendulum. Um, she said that um, she she's very unimpressed with, with the human pendulum. Um, she doesn't think much of it. No. Remember that, listener. Yes. Please remember that. Yeah. So we were split into two groups with everyone that was there. So the, the, the ones that are were kind of experienced paranormal investigators got to just kind of go off on their own. There was group A and there was group sorry, B. I just remember I just remember something else she said. We were in group B. Sorry, Nikki, what did she say? 
She preferred, she says she preferred newbies as opposed to people who had done ghost hunts before as she found they came in unbiased. See, I believe I went in unbiased. And yet, we were the only ones that who were never done it before. She didn't come near us. No, but we'll get to that again. We will. She was fucking furious when we asked a question. Anyway, well, that's what I feel. Right, and I feel as if this is kind of slating them, right? I'm sure they're all kind of lovely. But I feel as if... I think I asked two or three questions. And I feel as if it Which was like... Which we Scots do, and we're terrible for it. And you but don't I don't realize, think it's wrong. Yeah, but you don't realise... I don't realise how, how we can be until I do leave Scotland... I have to say that. No, but that's understandable. But I believe in asking, right? I'll ask anything. I, I'm so listen, curious. I'm Scottish. I agree with you. And you might get everything right. And and we also ask questions to show people we're interested in what they're saying. I think we do that to keep a conversation going. Well, I just ask because I'm a nosy bastard. No, or I didn't hear. Like, or... I'll know the answer to it. But I want them to know I'm engaging with them. And that's fair. And I'm standing there just nodding my head. Mm, she can be polite. You know? So, yeah, during this as well, can I say, there was no safety talk. There was a vague reference to a fire <laughs> drill. <laughs> I still can't remember where we were supposed no, to go. I think no. it was a case of go out there and we'll get you. She basically said, follow where I'm running to. She made it a joke and I was like, so where have we gone? Yeah, there, there was no kind of safety brief mm. or anything. So... I should also say as well, I, as you know, Claire, I'm an avid most haunted fan. Always have been, always will be. Mm -hmm. So I kind of like, I get most of my information from these, these sort of ghost watching shows. And typically, you know, there'll be things like, um, like protection circles, yep. charms, even just going over things with people, you know, talking about superstition or whatever your angle is. Yeah, like, of course. There was no reference to that. There was no, they didn't talk about, or just be, I mean, if it's a scientific experiment they're not talking about, just be careful though, because there's the power of suggestion, which is very powerful. One of the most powerful things in the world is your brain, uh -huh. I can convince you of. Um, they also, they didn't, they didn't address the, the thing of the hysteria. They didn't feel like there was a rational voice there. All they told us was to turn off our phones that's so right. that they didn't give off false readings on the EMF, which does make sense. Like, well, I'm yeah. not disputing. But that's important to bring up for later, isn't it, Claire? Phones and watches and everything had to be turned off, yes. Yeah. Right, so I think now is a good time to move on to how we got split into groups. Mm -hmm. We were group B. But we only found this out because other people told us we were Group B because the investigators <laughs> right. didn't. They didn't tell us we'd went to the toilet and we came back. But anyway. Uh, we'd established by then, Karen does not like us. No, she didn't fucking like us, right? So we get split into the groups and Group A were going to go up into the bedrooms first. Yes. And Group B, which was our group. Oh, Sorry. Can I say something about something you noticed before we do that? Just, I am yes. so sorry. Claire, uh, I, I don't know how Claire had noticed this and I had, you were out having a fag. 
That's right. So through the meal, mm-hmm. through the meal, the investigators were kind of sat down eating sometimes and other times they were away. And at one point, I noticed all three of them. They had our keys. Yeah, they had our room keys because obviously they had to go and set up stuff in the rooms, right? But at one point, they were all kind of standing at the doorway. Like, so you would go through, it would be like the gift shop would be on your right-hand side. That was the doorway they were standing at. They were all stood there on their phones. So they were, which was really quite weird because it's like, well, who have you got to phone? Why are you phoning? We should also say as well, there usually would have been four yeah, that I, we were aware I, of. On the disclaimer, there was a picture of four ladies. I, yeah, but I think one was not keeping well, the way it was being said. Yeah, I don't think one, and I, I wish our speedy recovery yeah, with uh-huh. that. Um, but yeah, so so there was kind of four ladies mm-hmm. was the main picture. Again, important to note for when we get to like whatever part, however many parts <laughs> that does. Uh, but I think this is great because it gives a great representation of who we are It was a long-ass night. <laughs> right. um, so, yeah, so we broke into two groups. Group A went up to the bedrooms and Group B, which was us, we started in the, the kind of stable museum. So we followed Karen through into the stable, um, which was, you, you go down like a wee corridor and when we got to what I'm assuming is the stable block, um, there was chairs all in a circle, there was some toys on the floor, and we all got asked to sit down in the circle. Um, Karen then put... So she split group B in... Was it three or four? It was three groups, wasn't it? I think so. I think it was three groups of four, roughly, that we get split into... Um, yeah, so you we might be right. We started in the bit we were in, and then there was another kind of two, is it vigils, mm-hmm. uh, going going on in the museum. So we were kind of sat there, and Karen settled them, and then came back to us to explain what, what we kind of had to do. Um, so she kind of started off by winding up the music for the children on yes, the it floor. it was kids' toys It there. was, it was kids' toys. So she kind of wound up the music, and I do remember... She was talking really, really fast and it was really kind of out of sync what she was saying. And I do remember her saying, so she, she she started up the music and she's like, so we'll just talk to the children and then the bracelets are there. And she went to walk through into one of the rooms and I asked her why the bracelets. Well, first off, the first question we asked is, what children? <laughs> well, what children? But I, re- I just remember, I, I remember saying bracelets, because she brought up bracelets two or three times and I remember saying, like, I didn't understand yeah. So I was like, why the bracelets? And that's when she told us that that's what children like to play with. Which was something. Right? So she then came back, after seeing the other people through there, she came back. We were all kind of just, the, well, the four of us, it was the couple that we were... It was the, yeah, the, the mum and daughter we'd been sharing we that with. Yeah, to. uh-huh. Um, so she came and she's basically like, right, let's talk to the children and see if we can get them to play with the toys. And I remember myself feeling really kind of awkward, thinking, like, I don't know. I do remember feeling weird when we went into the room because it was dark and it was, like, the whole hype and the excitement and everything. But I just remember feeling weird, like, who are we kind of talking to? Do you think maybe you felt a little bit self-conscious and silly? 
Rather than anything else. Probably I, but but it was more just the there was no kind of explanation. There was no kind of like, so obviously in the end up it was Tommy and Elizabeth are the children that kind of haunt the hotel. The name Hannah came up as well. We had we had a lot of names. We didn't get Hannah. We got Elizabeth and what's the boy's name? Tommy. Tommy. Right. But the, the kids but there was also Hannah. a Thomas as well. I got, I got, um, it got. It did get quite confusing. So anyway, it was Tommy and Elizabeth that we were supposed to talk to. It can more focused on Tommy, trying to get Tommy to move the ball, and then we got the thermometer that apparently if you hold the thermometer on the ball, the temperature would have dropped if Tommy was there. And um, so I will say this as well. So we started. I I saw started it. I think you were a bit self conscious. No, but well, even even the mother and daughter that was there was quite self conscious. So I, I started it because I have no shame. Well, I've I've said that like, like Nikki turned to me and went right. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to pretend we're at work here. Yeah, yeah. And we're going to try yeah. and encourage the children to come and play the with the toys. We started playing along and playing ball. Forgive the pun. Karen warmed us. No, Karen warmed to you. Okay, fair enough. Right, so Nikki started speaking and because Nikki was kind of doing that, Karen turned around and says, yeah, you keep talking, I really like your voice. And that's when her whole demeanour and attitude towards you completely we became, changed. We became fast friends. You were besties at the end of it. I was I so jealous. Her, but yeah, I, I think, yeah. Um, I remember, so Nikki was kind of talking away and trying to encourage them to play with the toys and then I was kind of like, right, well, if we're going to do this, let's do it right. I wouldn't be standing at the other side of a room trying to encourage children to play with toys. I would go and sit with the children to play with the toys. So I suggested that me and Nikki go and sit with the toys. So me and Nikki went on the floor beside the toys and we spread the toys out a little bit more do with the mum and daughter at this point right so they were kind of still sat on the seats while we went down and we were kind of talking to each other and trying to encourage the kids we were doing it a lot more quiet we weren't really shouting we're just trying to encourage tommy to roll the ball or elizabeth to play with the bracelets that was placed down and made the music box going and then at that karen went and got a chair if you remember right she went and got a chair and put the chair in the corridor because apparently you can see shadows in the corridor, the really dark corridor. Apparently, sometimes shadows make themselves present. So the daughter then got asked to go and sit in the corridor. She never got asked. I'm sure she volunteered herself. Probably. Now, I should say as well, she was... Like she's she was quite into it. She's very into it. And, and that's, I'm just no, that's saying, not a bad Just thing. because she volunteered herself and, well... Uh, we'll come here. Aye, so so she she put herself in the chair in the corridor. Um, I don't believe she was blindfolded. <gasps> That's why they wanted to blindfold everyone. I don't think she was blindfolded, but don't quote me on that. I think she was. I think she was. I I think she was quite happy for that. I actually disagree. I know you refused. But we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Right. So, so anyway, so, so me and Nikki are on the floor, so just try and picture it, right? So you've got a dark cobblestone floor room. You've got chairs in a circle round about. You've got your EMP machines and things like that. Um, EMF, you mean? <laughs> what's an EMP? I have no idea. doesn't matter. Right, well, I'm going for a new scene now, right? <laughs> new machine, here we come. 
so so you've got your cobblestone floor you've got your chairs in the circle you've got a dark corridor where there's somebody sat potentially blindfolded you've got nikki and claire sitting on the floor with a bunch of toys playing and talking to two children you've then got karen and the mother who's still sitting in the circle of chairs now at this Bearing in mind this is paranormal and you're trying to get experiences and you're trying to talk to children and everything. And Karen's all about the science. And Karen's all about the science. You've got me and Nikki trying to obviously encourage child ghost spirits to come and play. And then you've got Karen and mum shouting at the top of their voice. To the child ghosts? No, to, to I don't think it was the children. I think they were trying to contact an adult. Because they were going, if anyone's in this room, can you touch the person that's sitting in the corridor? So that was going on while we were doing our thing. So it seemed, it, it was a lot. So me and Nikki kind of, I would say we kind of shut down to what was going on round about us. But the one thing I will remember, or I will, I do remember, was obviously that wasn't working for them. So... Out of the corner of my eye, I seen the daughter go back to the centre of the circle. And the daughter... Mum was sitting down, Karen was sitting down, and the daughter was stood in front of Karen. Right? Mm -hmm. She was stood there, and then all of a sudden, we got told, right, girl, stop what you're doing and come back and sit up here. We're going to do the human pendulum. Okay, I, I do remember it being an abrupt end and I remember thinking, is we not meant to be really taking our time? This is a long, it's a long wait, you know, this kind of stuff. Well, I'd like to have thought so. No, famously, I mean, again, I watch these shows like no one's business. Mm-hmm. It's a long, long wait. The theory being, you're meant to collect all this energy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. in order for the communication to really begin. So typically... You know, you don't really get anything until, like, like 10, 11 o'clock into the investigation. Aye, because so, it's late. So so we got abruptly kind of told to come up and sit. Mm-hmm. So me and Nikki went up and sat in the chairs again, and daughter stood in the middle. Now she was told to stand with her hands at her sides, and what inevitably it was, was Karen was going to ask questions, and if the spirit was there, they would push the daughter forward to answer yes. That's right. And they would push her backwards to answer no. That's right, yeah. Now, this seemed to be working. I can't remember what kind of questions was asked, but daughter was getting pushed forward sometimes and she was getting pushed backwards yeah. sometimes. Yeah, what I will say is, for, for a spirit that couldn't move a ball that rolls over a cobbled, they could push this lassie about yes. no one's business. yes. Now, again, just, I think you need to wait to kind of part two or three when we put that up for me Mm -hmm. to get really into it. But I'm just going to remind you again how Karen's all about the science. Okay? But, through the answers that we should get, and we're going to say, when I mean answers, I mean the push forwards, push backwards as yes, no answers. Well, they were saying it was the correct answers. Karen is standing there. A woman who has told us, I'm all about the science, Mm -hmm. I don't believe people's actual experiences I want, you know, actual data, and I'm all about... But she's bored of it now, isn't she? Yes. She was starting to go, oh, this is really really interesting. We're getting new information here. Yeah, now I'm not really sure what information we were getting. (laughs) I have absolutely no idea. Right? By the end of this podcast, you'll hear a lot of names. I was lost. 
I'm on that first lost. one, I feel really lost. I would have rather been left with the toys to, to kind of try and get a wee bit of time. Even get us in the mood. Up. Even if this is, as, as I believe it was, all performance up, surely get us all in the right frame of mind to be open to this. Yeah, because I, I definitely went into the stable with a different mindset to what ended after that kind of half-hour segment. So, what I will say... Right, so I'll, I'll say this. With this segment, I was sitting going, oh, shit, this has got to be pish. Right. That's, that's where I was by the end of this. So... I also felt... I also started having the theory that the daughter... We won't mention names because it's not nice. No, it's they not were fair. really lovely ladies. I just felt like she was so desperate for something. Okay. That. Yeah, I think she was so desperate for something that she was completely open to the power of suggestion. Fair. And while she was not intentionally, fully consciously doing it to pretend. There was an element. I think there was an element of pure power suggestion and, and I, I think it would... I, at this point, I'm like, oh, this might be utter nonsense. This isn't going to be the fun thing I thought it was be, going to be. Whereas I ended it kind of like, right, fuck all's going to happen because it all happened too quick and there was too much going on. Yeah, well, like, to, me, to me, if you're... What I assumed it was going to be is a lot of silent times... Yes. Calm. A lot of kind of calm, kind of sitting Waiting. there. And that's what me and you kind of started by doing. And then it just feel as if, I don't know, she moved to answer yes or no for the question that Karen asked when they were up there and we were sat down with the toys to then, oh, this is working, come up here and sit down. And I feel as if it... I don't feel... I feel as if I ended the first segment with... Confusion more than anything. I felt like it was completely rushed as well, and I was getting to the point I was like, it again. So we're going back to the to the realms mm-hmm. of organized fun. Right on to the next one. Right, this on to the next one. If you are genuinely, surely, if you are measuring this kind of phenomena, right, mm-hmm. and when you watch this on these TV shows, they don't go, oh, we're getting responses. Right on to the next activity. You stay there. Well, of course. You're recording something that you're claiming isn't believed by others. So what? But you're 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 claiming it's real. So why the fuck would you move on? Well, there's that, and I also think I feel like we should maybe note that one of the lead investigators likes to keep a note of everything. So they had a board, and we were told that. That's when right. we go into every single thing, we've to to take note of how we felt. Did we have any feelings? Did we feel sick? Did we feel nauseous? Did we feel as if anything was there? Did we feel tired? Did we feel kind of anything, anything? I was starting to get a bit tired. I could feel it. <laughs> anything that we kind of seen, everything was to be written down so that they could collate it. And I think what they do is they put it all together and if they get like... I don't know, so say for instance, like people that had been two weeks before us and people that had been two weeks before that, if they all said they, they felt the information. If they all said yeah, they yeah. felt sick when they went into the stables, yeah. then oh that's yeah. a feeling yeah. type thing. 
we had to kind of do that, although we were never really given the resources to do that at the time. It was only when we went back for break that we could write it down. Um, so, yeah, that that was kind of the first part. So, by that point, I wasn't really scared anymore. I went into it really apprehensive and scared. I know you did. Um, and I wasn't after I'm not going to lie. The whole reason I booked the night was because I thought, well, I'm going to piss myself because she's going to be terrified tonight. Aye. Um, because that's the kind of friend I am, Claire. Uh-huh. Well, I, whereas after that one, it was a lot of... But I understand why you just sort of... I, I was sort of like... Okay, no, night's young, come on. And I just thought, we're not going to be with, you know, maybe me, me. There is a point in the night we're being promised we can go off on our own. I should say that. There is a point where we are promised we are going to go off on our own and do our own experiments uh-huh. by ourselves. Uh-huh. We should say that. Aye. We should, shouldn't we? And I think that at this point, this is where we'll finish the first section of this podcast i think that's the perfect place to finish now what i will say is next week next week you should tune in because the next part is just well that's where the night came that's where things get funky that is when i actually that was it took a really quick turn for me where i was like i i want to go to bed Aye, it's definitely where things went. I, I, I think this is the perfect place to stop because I think anyone that's listening gets a real feel of who we are. Mm-hmm. And hopefully we've intrigued you enough to come back and listen to part two because it's not what you think it's going to be. Because okay. we were very open to things happening. I'm sorry, I'm not ignoring it. I'm just trying to see if I wrote any notes. Because what I also did is I watched, I rewatched the most haunted okay. episode of Jamaica. Yes, because I watched it as well because you told me to. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, they, didn't, they didn't do anything in the stable. Or no. the museum, which is where we're coming up. So in the next episode, we're actually going to be going to the museum. Do you know what we should look up? When was the museum built? Okay. Was that after Most Haunted? Well, the museum's really about... Was the history of the place? We should look that up. Was okay. the museum before or after Most Haunted? Is it a newer thing? I would say I'd say it was before because Well the I'd, stables have got to have been there the whole time. The, because the, the, for yeah. it to be called the stables, it's it was an original, original building. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Um But yeah, we'll definitely stop there. Join us again next week for part two because I mean it was an experience, and it's definitely it worth an a, worth a sharing with everybody. I I'll be honest, Claire. I'll be honest. I don't need a single listener. <laughs> I mean, it'd be nice, of course. It would be nice. It'd be wonderful. But I'm I literally just want to make you do things to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> I know, but I'm I, and this was one of the biggest things to ever make me uncomfortable she made me drive mm. about 800 miles <laughs> <laughs> for 
for a paranormal experience. But can I Now, what say, I'll tell you is it was an experience. Can I say, it backfired on me a bit because and as soon as we get to the museum... You'll understand why. I, I'm fucking pissed off. Mm. But it's not really backfired because... Well, at the end of it, we've got all things weird and wonderful. We have. We've got lots of exciting things coming up for our listeners, if we get any. Um, we have. Congress found the Congress thing with the UFOs. We've got that. We've got Crystal. We've got so much coming up. But I think we need to finish Jamaica in, and I think we really need to make this... I think we can do it in a... In a if Claire stops her nonsense... Two parts. At the beginning. I think we can do two parts. I think so. I genuinely think we stop there. This gives the listeners a good feel for the two of us. It gives a good <laughs> overview of how we started it. And part two is where things get interesting. Should we give them the email? They could give us ideas, maybe, of things to talk about. Or you could tell us about your experience. Have you been in Jamaica? Yes, I'd love do. that. So, I would love that because they had a guest book there, remember? Yes. So we we are obviously new to podcasting, right? No! This is the first time we've done this. So as far as I'm aware, you can comment on this podcast. Well, this should be interesting. However, <laughs> I, I have set up an email that I myself <laughs> clear. What are they saying? Well, is be- that English? <laughs> I, it will be me that you get in the emails. It'll be Karen, she'll be fucking livid. It's clear that you get in the emails. Um, fucking Scots. If you would rather Nikki responds to your email, by all means, please You don't please want say. that. So anyway, I'm not going Nikki, to. please be quiet to give them the email address, right? So like I say, I think you can comment on these recordings. If not, <coughs> then you can email us at allthingsweirdandwonderful at outlook.com. Now that's the and word, not the sign all things weird and wonderful at outlook.com are you sure it's not weird and wonderful all things weird and wonderful at outlook.com nikki do you have anything sensible to say before i press stop it's great thank you for listening bye